0: Welcome back to The Good Things Guy Jack Pod. This week is going to be a little bit different, and it's a little bit odd for me. I'm, I'm normally on the other end of the seat, and I get to ask questions and, and listen to people's stories. And someone that I met on Twitter, Kev Saunders, I mean, we've been following each other for, for quite some time. And we started chatting about his podcast and podcasting in South Africa and how podcasts work and all those great things. And he, he asked me if I could be on his podcast. And I said, why don't we do a double podcast or a joint podcast where we're sort of interviewing each other or he's interviewing me or however it works. It's a conversation and we'll put it up on Jackpot as well as his podcast, which is Disruptive intent so kev welcome yeah. the stage is yours i guess
1: yeah thanks actually, this is uh, actually weird getting an intro by your
0: guest <laughs> it's it's a bit bizarre but take over this is your space cool.
1: like i said um, like i said disruptive intent is a whole conversation where i get to sit um, and have the privilege of chatting to People that I find interesting, and you, one of those guys. It's random to say. It's odd these days to find people focusing on the good, with the whole media and everything focusing on clickbait and, and negative that. And that's why every morning I go to Twitter and like, okay, okay cool. What did Brent say? And like, you always have these inspiring messages and I armaments. Like, but I don't know much about you more than the little bit of like what you know about in, in Cliff Central and on Jackpot. Like I said, that's that's the only from. Over the mic and social media on Twitter, and that's all that I know about you. So I thought, why not get the chance to sit down with you, and then we can have a chat and find
0: out who you are. So if you can give me elevator pitch, um, who is Brent? Elevator pitch, who am I? Mm. I'm an average guy. Uh, that, I mean, that's generally how I start my talks when I, when I have to do talks and, and get up on stage. Yeah. But I explain that I'm an average guy. And the reason for yeah, that yeah. is because I grew up in the south of Johannesburg. Okay. Born in Alberton. 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 Huh? And, um, yeah, I, I really lived uh, the middle class average life if you mm-hmm. want if you want to look at it like that I had mm-hmm. a great uh, have a great mom had a great dad mm-hmm. um brothers and sisters and went to government school there was yeah. n- there was no uh, specialness or going to private Anything, schools no. or being part of those mm-hmm. clubs started working at the age of 15 to have my own money I mean I my see, parents sure. didn't have yeah. excess money yeah, yeah, started yeah, I working at the age of 15 mm-hmm. and somehow figured out that you got to give it your all and you got to put everything into it. absolutely you got you got to put yourself and as much as you can into everything that you do um in order to succeed and to get something back I see, and so. i think from a young age i i did work towards that and um everything that i've done i've sort of given 110% and and somehow through what i've done it's come out better the other side. Yeah. So elevator pitch, uh, maybe not an elevator pitch. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, you, that's like said. That's a concept of the ball. Like we start off with that elevator pitch, and then it's yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, a, I'm a very tall building. I'm a,
0: I'm a good guy. That's <laughs> uh, that's just an average guy, and I've taken something that I love and believe in and yeah. a passion, and I've turned it into a business.
1: No, that's awesome. Like I said, that's that's the thing. What I say, if you can do your start doing your hobby for a living. That's perfect. That's the way people, you end up happy is because then you excited to do every day. You're not like Monday morning is the worst. It, it's a, you're exciting to put on your jersey or whatever, do whatever you need on a Monday. And what I actually trying to figure out now is during that time in Alberton when you, when you like grew up, who were you listening to? What made you change to be that good guy? Cause <laughs> not every, like I said, I, I bet you the neighbors, like the guy there, he's not starting his own podcast with the good guy and
0: stuff like that. So, uh, you know, that I think growing up and if I look back, mm. Um, mm. I was surrounded by incredible human beings. And yeah. I, I think mm. if I have to put that into a frame of reference, my family, yeah. uh, my family is and, and was and those that are not with us any longer were incredible human beings. That, That's um, amazing. Yeah. That taught me quite a lot and uh, made me believe in myself and gave me the confidence and, mm-hmm. and really they taught me a lot is is where it matters because they taught me things that I still keep with me today. My my grandmother who's no longer with us, yeah. I constantly do silly things where I'll be <laughs> like, Ah, no, don't put your shoes on the table, my mm. grand would kill you. Um so they've yeah. they've taught me well and I think that's uh, I where it comes it. from.
1: Okay, so it's basically just a good foundation that you took off and it's like the space shuttle is like you had a good foundation.
0: I just took off and ran with the whole idea. I think so. So so a good foundation is a starting point. Yeah. Um exactly what you said. Mm. You, the neighbor that mm-hmm. i had might as well have had a good foundation as well but mm-hmm. are they doing the best that they can possibly do True. i don't know mm-hmm. um and the answer to that is maybe the want yeah. the the want that a, a human being has in the drive and exactly, and wanting yeah. to do better and wanting to do more i'll tell you when i when i left um school i went to uh america for 2 years okay year and a half mm mm-hmm. Let's call it two years. Yeah. And uh, I went over there. It was the first trip that I'd ever really been overseas. Mm-hmm. I wasn't lucky enough to travel when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I got this really crazy job opportunity in the States. Okay. Um, basically, manual labor yeah. at minimum wage oh, see, um, to pull South Africans over <laughs> to go to all the, all the really drudge work. Yeah, yeah. And through my experience, I went there. And, and the reason why the, the dates are confusing is because I went there for about a year. And then I came back for a couple of months. Okay. And in the couple of months that I was here, all that I could focus on mm. was doing my visa again and getting back over Not to sure. to America because my idea was and in my mind I believed that the only thing that mattered and the only Opportunities that I could find would be in America because yeah. I was young. I, yeah, was imp- yeah, I was impressionable. That's
1: that's most of the people. If I can think of I th- I, in the my matric year, I think there's at least five or six people that all went that route. They went Australia, England, or uh, some of them were lucky and may end up in the US. So That's, that's and the, and that yeah. was
0: the thing, right? So I'm I'm 19 years mm-hmm. old. I've been living in the states for a year. I've seen all these great things. I mean, standing in the middle of New York for the first time yeah. from, for someone that comes from Alberton <laughs> is a complete eye open. Yeah, yeah. You realize that there's there's more to the world than just Albertson. Exactly. Oh, yeah. um, but, <laughs> but but once I'd got over the second time, mm-hmm. once I'd gone back over the second time, yeah. and I was working in in America, something changed.
1: Okay.
0: And I realised that during that second stint, um, I realised that my calling was in South Africa. That's. Cool. And I realised that the only way that I would be able to fulfil. Whoever I am, at, mm. the, at the time I didn't know that I would have a good news website yes, or exactly. a show, or I didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I had to be back in South Africa because the place where I would succeed and where I would do good things yeah. was where I'd, I'd come from. I, I can't be in a, another country. Another I had country, to be yeah. in South Africa.
1: Well, we're glad you, yeah. That's a <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> making a change in, yeah. But so, so you would say that your travels actually broaden your horizon. I think. Well, I think that's one of the key things. Once you speak. To to successful people you know they they didn't stay in their hometown they've been either been through the whole South Africa or they've been abroad and that was like opened their mind like I, I, I was joking with you earlier about going to a Buddhist monastery and that like I think you need something like that once you um, stay within your own little bubble and then your own echo chamber you can't reach your potential you have to see like a but that, that's, I think that's why they call America the, the land of opportunity and stuff like that, because like, that would have opened your mind. It's like, oh, but there's so much in this world to do. What year spectrum were you, were you there? So. going to give you your age away. Then. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I
0: don't mind giving my age away. Cool. Um, so, I matriculated in 2002. Okay. And I went to the States the first time in 2003. Oh, okay, cool. So I'd applied for varsity. Yeah uh cuz that's what everybody needs to do mm-hmm. after school. Yeah. <laughs> and and my father had paid the registration fees and mm. I I got into UJ at the time it was called Rao. Uh, it still yeah, yeah. runs Afrikaanse Universiteit. <laughs> um and I got into UJ and uh and during registration week I just I freaked out. Mm. I was like I, c- I can't be University. Yeah. I'm not ready to study. Um, I, mean, I hated studying. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. So grossish, I mean. yeah. So um, I, sp- I spoke to my mom, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I gave her a call and I said, "Look, Dad's going to be really upset, but mm-hmm. I'm not ready to study." Yeah. And she was understanding. And she had the conversation with him. He was mm-hmm. so mad because um, he, you know, what do you do when your kids are 18 and yeah, where yeah, they're going to oh, go? Actually- um, and that's when the decision was made to try find an opportunity to go overseas. Mm-hmm. But if I if I take a step you said about I'm going to the Buddhist temples or whatever so just for the listeners I'd Whatsapp Kevin I was like listen do I need to prepare for this do I need to like (laughs) bring in notes of of my life story and he said well if you want to go find yourself go to a Buddhist temple um, and then we can reschedule the podcast (laughs) in all honesty I'm now and I'm not scared of giving away my age I'm 34 and yeah. since, since that first overseas trip to America, I've been incredibly lucky mm-hmm. to have traveled. Yeah. Um, I've been sent to different countries. I've paid for myself to go to certain trips. Mm. Um, so there's been all these experiences that have come my way. Mm. And two years ago, I, I got selected on something called the Kerala Blog Express. Yeah. And it's a trip to Kerala, um, which is in India. Okay. And before, when I was still doing my research and all these great things to go over there, I still called it Kerala. I was like a real, I'm going to Kerala. <laughs> and then I arrived and everybody's like, welcome to Kerala. And yeah. I thought, well, this is an eye opener. Mm, nice. But, Burton, well uh, done. <laughs> raising my flag. Um, but being in Kerala and, and spending that time in India forever changed me. I, re- I really did find myself. And so I'm ready for this interview yes. and whatever questions you're going to throw my way.
1: <laughs> no, but that's cool. That's it. Um, I think, um, would you say then your travels in that would have uh, like shown you the good in, in people? Cause I think that's, that's a, that's a cool thing that I've, like, I've been in South Africa and our neighboring countries and that. And like, you always find like you, you hear the bad in those countries, but most, times you experience the good. You, you see the good people and you see the kind old Tani helping you in Namibia and whatever. So, but so it's like said, those are the, are you, would you claim your travels to your good nature or does that still, or, or just accelerating what your, your family has taught you? Is I
0: think what? accelerating is a great word. Mm. And, and another great word is perspective. Yes. So I think traveling really does give one perspective. Definitely. If we take the state of the nation right now mm-hmm. and of South Africa, a lot of the decision making, um, is being made out of fear, I yes, believe. 100%. And the, the fear that, um, that the majority of mm-hmm. South African citizens are feeling is because they're, they're living in poverty. Yes. They don't have a lot. Um, and their perspective is as big as what their, their journey has brought them on. Yeah. I've been lucky enough. And again, I'll, I'll use India as an example. So. In Kerala, I went, I've been to India twice and in Kerala, it's very islandy and it feels, it's very close to Mm -hmm. being on an island. It feels that way. There's, there's, um, the backwaters, which is all these uh, lagoons and lakes and canals Mm -hmm. everywhere. And there's palm trees everywhere and there's coconuts. And Mm -hmm. so it feels like quite islandy. But, um, but last year I got to go to Mumbai Mm -hmm. and I did, um, a full 12 days on a train that I traveled around India and I got to see India. And let me tell you something. poverty in another country and and race relations in yes. another country is a very i want to use the word incredible which is not the greatest adjective yeah. but it it is an incredible thing to see because it changes your perspective definitely yeah. so in india there's there's people that are so poor mm. in india that when you're driving in your your tour bus or like we were mm. um and you get to to cities there's people that are begging that are completely naked, and Jeez. they're not—they're not naked because they're trying to get attention. Mm-hmm. The the guides that were with us, because I asked these questions, yeah, I was like, why? Yeah. They explained that they are naked because they are so poor. Jeez. They do—they do not have yeah. any yeah. funds yeah, to g- be able to g- clothe, clothe themselves, themselves yeah. and Jeez. they they stand yeah. begging naked. Yeah, yeah. and then like learning about. Again, in India, I'm mm-hmm. going to keep going back there. Yeah. Looks <laughs> um, <laughs> like I
1: need to like, book this flight I, now. <laughs> I, I,
0: I promise, I've been to different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, in India, they've got something called the caste system, Okay. which I had never heard of, mm-hmm. um, which is bizarre as well. Okay. And and my ignorance to learning about other cultures is maybe mm-hmm. my downfall. Mm-hmm. But in the caste system in India, people that look the same, sound the same, and are the same, because they're all human, yes. and they're all from India. Mm-hmm. They're segregated into different groups. Okay. And as far as I understand, there's five different castes, yes, that they yes. call them, and it's a hierarchy. You fit into a certain hierarchy. Mm-hmm. But the one caste is so, um, thought to be so horrible to be born into that caste, Jeez, no, that they call them the untouchables. Yes. And I heard this, this from our tour guide in yes. 2018. She told us without being scared of, mm. of um, promoting hate and being uh, racist. Yes, she yes. said that if she is at the office mm-hmm. and a tea chayla, the tea person, yes. comes and brings her tea and serves her tea, if she finds out that that tea chayla is an untouchable, mm. she will throw the tea in that person's face Jeez. and wash mm-hmm. her hands with bleach it was 2018 when I heard that story and she wasn't it, scared to yeah, say it. it. it's like common and practice. Totally. Know. And the bus driver who was driving the bus didn't even bat an eyelid mm. and the other tour guide didn't, Like no one, it was just so normally spoken about. Mm. And that, you take that information and you take that story and you take that perspective and then you come back to our country, South Africa, yes. where, where, Race baiting is heightened in our media Different and in the news yeah, and yeah. through politicians. Mm, but the reality is, if I look at South Africans living, working, loving each other side by side, yeah, we, we live in a beautiful country. And the race is really forced by politicians and such. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so th- my, the, the yeah. basis and the conclusion there is traveling gives you a perspective. Perspective, yeah.
1: That is that's one of the key things. And one of the things I'm trying to always promote is um, people just reading. People get so stuck in a cost, like you said, in their cost, and that's their group of people. And It's like, why would I want to expand my world? And as soon as you get out of that, it's, it's insane. It's how, how your mind broadens and your perspective on the whole thing changes because then you see things through other people's minds. I think that's 90% of the time why any conflict starts um, is you don't knowing what the other person's perspective is and why they're making certain choices. Like I always, always get really killed about this because when I was still just in my, just in my twenties, I'd say, oh, "No, I need to read knowledge is power and you need to read. And i fell in love with, um, Reading about bad people, like bad people in history, and trying to figure out what made them like. Do what these was the things. motivation? Yeah, I was like, why did you? You don't get born as like, yes, today I'm gonna wipe out this nation, or I'm gonna be Hitler. It's like, you, maybe Hitler didn't must like just walk out there. There was a certain event of things, and then. I said one of the people were Hitler. Actually, I read all these books and the perspective on him, and I heard like how he hated the Jews, and he was in an environment where the Jews were thriving, and his family was poor, and he was. I said, and obviously, like I said, accumulation of things, and not having the emotional intelligence back then, and anyone to teach you that, um obviously, you'll get angry to a point, and then also he surrounded himself by people that felt the same. So in that same echo chamber, he kept on growing and growing and growing, and if you don't have people that are strong enough around you. I think that's to your point about having amazing people around you not actually disagreeing with you but just questioning your stance on something and having the emotional intelligence to know, it's like, okay, maybe I need to adjust my viewpoint on this and like I said, you can end up Hitler or a good side where you become a Brent Lineke. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so I must say,
0: um, to your point, that mm. there's that saying and it's so cliche but I think it's so true. Yeah. You are the sum of yes. like the five people that you hang around with, or the 10 yeah. people that you hang around with, like you, you become that. Mm-hmm. And, um, someone that I've had on the show before, Richard Mulholland, yeah. who is oh. an incredible yeah, human he's being.
1: Insanely cool. He
0: loves to call me out <laughs> on my BS. Okay. Like if he thinks that I've said something yeah. or done something, or if he mm. just thinks that I'm not doing things the correct way, yeah. he'll pick up the phone and he'll be, he'll be like, like Brent, that's not cool. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. It's good to have those people around you. Exactly.
1: Just recently, I think a year or so ago, I started avoiding bad conversations. Like I said, at the office, you get these groups of people that huddle together around a cigarette and everyone's like, yeah, but it's like, how bad is this? And how horrible is this? And then that just accumulates. And this guy tries to beat this guy by how bad his story is. And all of a sudden you've got five people that are so angry at the world. And now you get those people in a car on the N1 and they like, it. just the butterfly effect from having a bad conversation is so insane.
0: Well, I was going to add it added to that is our social media Com- yeah. comments streams. You yeah. can get. <laughs> so sucked in to yeah. like negativity exactly. on social media.
1: That's why um on Twitter now, I, I went and unfollowed all news sources. Any news outlet in the world I just went and completely unfollowed them cuz they they so focused on the bad. And it's like, oh, you couldn't believe this person did this or that person did this or it's like why? Why is they no, and then you find the odd story. And it's like, okay, that's why I said I go to your Twitter in the morning. It's like, okay, cool. Okay, need something good in the morning, <laughs> good in the morning meditation. Okay, then go to work.
0: That's fine. Well, thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. But it's, um, it's,
1: it's finding those little, those good opportunities. And I think it's within us all. It's your choice to associate with the bad or. Just distance yourself from that and, and for a second, evaluate the people um, that are around you. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big follower of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm not sure if you know Gary. He's amazing. Yeah. He's exactly the same. It's like okay, um, he takes it to another extent. It's like okay, find your loser friend and get rid of him. It's like okay, that's that's a tiny <laughs> bit drastic, but that's kind of what you need to do. Because what is those? Like it sounds very selfish, but what are those people going to help you in the long term? Not that you expect something back. You need to give. That's that's the cool thing about giving, 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 and not expecting anything back. It's 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 the the way you should should be. Um And then everyone is around you like that. Then everyone's going to give, give, give to a boy. And I think that's why I value the friends that I have around me now because – we will randomly send stuff to people and we've got a group on whatsapp that we chat on and, and it's only good when we go to just have a normal braai or go out to a club or place whatever it's good environment like we all encourage each other there's no about um, this guy got promoted screw him like oh no mr big rich or whatever there's no bad vibes it sounds cliche but there's no nothing between us we all encourage each other and if someone if one member of the group is excelling it's better for the group so if one guy caught a massive buffalo is like yeah we're all going to feast tonight, and in the long end, it does end up like that because it benefits benefits us all. And I think that's just the general consent of. And, and the more that I interact with people that I find like yourself and the other people like, it's just that thing. It's just do what you're passionate about, and then you'll be happy in that sense. And then surround yourself with with, with amazing people, and you'll thrive even more because that, like I said, that good. Good vibes and good m- emotion that you have around you attracts more good people around
0: you. Well, I've seen that now, right? So, good things guy will be four years old in on the first of August, mm. and for four years I've literally um, i swam in an ocean of good news every day. That's awesome. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know how good that is for my soul? Yeah, and and for that. anybody, if mm. if n- not everybody is lucky as me. Yeah. Uh, that they get to do this as a job. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that if you had to go and, and, and surround yourself with good people, yeah. or, I don't know, it doesn't have to be my websites. It could be someone else's that you find sure. and that, that feeds your yeah. soul. I don't know. Gardening. If you, gardening's your thing yeah. and you log onto gardening websites mm-hmm. and you buy gardening magazines and you're feeding your soul mm-hmm. with this goodness every day, exactly, yeah. it literally lights up you're inside, and you light no, up outside. Yeah. You 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 become what you feed your mind. Um, one of the things that I've that I've said time and time again, and it's a, a question that I've got quite often. With regards to putting your, your head in the sand like an ostrich. Yes. yes people, yeah. people think that because I'm in this space where I'm reporting on good news and focusing mm. on the good news, that, that that's all I know. Yes. yes and, yes. and my answer to that is no. Mm. I know exactly what's going on in our country. I read the news. I watch mm. carte blanche on a Sunday. I yes. do all the things that yeah. maybe I shouldn't, mm. but I do because I believe in balance. Exactly. And I balance that's my true. mind with the good and the bad so yeah. I can, I can have that balance. Otherwise, I would be pessimistic and mm. I would feel terrible about South Africa and the reality is I don't. Mm. I believe we live in the most incredible country True. in the world 100%. and I believe um the reason for that is it's not because of our president mm. and it's not because of our politicians. Yeah. It's not because of um what mainstream media tell you to, to read. Yeah, it's because of the people. 100%. The people. The people in South Africa mm. are incredible.
1: True. And as so I said, that's... One of the things that I, um, in, in my photography side, like, so that's other than doing the podcast and I enjoy photography and I go to action sports events and stuff like that. And I think the people that you find in these things are the unique things. Okay. It's cool. It's like like, so I attended, um, Ultimate X ju- at Sun City just a few weeks ago. And, um, the most. Incredible story I found was a young, um, young guy called Bryce. Him and his, he's 18 years old. He's a BMX pro. He's going to be a legend soon. It's like very, very, but him and his father's um, relationship, I just um his father was at the event as well they're both from america and um i started chatting to him and i said to him "Yes, it's so cool to see that kind of because afterwards he had a run of his like he finished second and he went to his dad and he hugged his dad and i got a photo of that and i saw just that emotion like so i'm getting goosebumps now just feeling of that because it's so rare to see that you always hear about um yeah like i grew up without a father it's like myself i lost my dad um when i was 18 years old and um you get so many of those bad stories or uh, a parent walking out on his family and stuff like that. And then you get these one moment where you see like, okay, there's actually some good there and capturing those stories. I think that's the, that's a cool thing. And he, he's, his father said as well, we, uh, well, he call himself Papa T because he's, uh, he's like Papa Tyrant or whatever, but he's an party animal, but he's always there for his son. He travels there. He introduced him to the whole BMX thing and he takes him to the park and he takes him here and he had to ride and he travels all over the world. Now that he's eighteen he said okay now he's struggling to let go because his son can now actually travel on his own he's an adult now so but he's still there he's still supporting hundred and ten percent and just finding that is, is is so such a cool story if I can say it like that. And he said it changed with his father being an alcoholic and these saw, and he's the, he was the youngest of, I think, five children or something like that. And he saw some terrible things when he grew up. And he said that stops with him. And I think that's the choice. That's the, your personal choice. You could have a bad background. You doesn't matter what happened in your past. The choice is with you. Are you going to do good? And that doesn't mean by you're going to do good. You're going to end up in a mansion, drive a Rolls Royce. And it's just that, like I said, that good feeling. It's like taking your vitamins in the morning. It's like you feel good. And it, that, that's, I think that's the aim. I think we will have a lot less angriness and that on the media side if we start changing it won't happen overnight, it's a gradual thing and it'll be a small change by you and then that butterfly effect like I said, you can either choose your power for good or bad, like every morning I think you should just pick up something and say I'm choosing to be good today and then I I
0: I agree, and it's exactly why Good Things Guy works. Yes, and why um, the jackpot works, and Mm -hmm. why the stories Mm -hmm. work, because South Africans are looking for that. Yeah, yeah, they they want that good news. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think everyone's so sick and tired of hearing,
1: oh, this person did this and this and that again. Like just like a simple story, like I said, my podcast now with, and then people saying, wow, that was actually cool because. The The previous podcast I had now was with Joe and Monique from Bonafide. Uh, They've got a barbershop and beard oil and stuff like uh, cool products. And they chatted. uh, We chatted about them and their relationship and stuff like that. And afterwards, it's like, wow, this this is good. It's like now they feel like like halfway through the podcast, they started holding hands and stuff like that. I said, I wish I had a camera just to quickly snap this moment. It was so honest moment, if I can say it like that, where people start rethinking about why they do stuff and how they do stuff and the, the amazing people that they have around them. So it's just seeing that spark in their eye is amazing. That was pretty cool. If
0: I, I know you were meant to be asking the question. No, that's <laughs> but, cool. But I, like I, wanna, I would like to know, how did you get into Disruptive Intentional podcast? How did that start? I just had a
1: normal nine-to-five job in IT. Um, I started with, when I just left school. I went to... A college studied a few Microsoft things and started in IT. And then I just started feeling like this is fulfilling, but it's not. I can't see myself 40, 50 years old still doing this. I'll, I'll be very, 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 very sad person. Well,
0: you don't, you don't look like I I know, I know there's not a look, but in my mind, I imagine like the guys from, um, the Big Bang Theory—that's oh, yeah. like it guys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you look like—you remind me of Joe Black, actually. You got like <laughs> the so much. So you got like the, the big black beard, <laughs> yeah. and you're full of tattoos. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you could be Joe Black. This is this is Joe Black's little brother.
1: I've gotten that so many times. Like if I go to what's that place called? This Afrikaans, like like place there in Pretoria. And like I had a guy just grab me by the beard, pull me. It's like, hey, Joe. It's like. No, but sorry, no, not me, not, not Joe. I can't sing. I sing in the
0: shower for myself, maybe. Well, <laughs> but, uh, you know what? You should walk around signing autographs. It could be quite funny. It could be quite funny. Uh, sorry, you were saying. So no, you, no, no, you cool. saw yourself not really being yeah, an IT. And,
1: uh, so I actually started a company uh, with a friend of mine and um, we did a coffee roastery. We had a guy that roasted our beans for it. We packaged it, labeled it, and sold it. That didn't work out 100%. But like I said, every, it, I just learned from that. And then I kind of got part of his company also I said a men's grooming type thing and we like he sells beard oils and stuff like that. We start working with that together and so, I said once again, I didn't see myself in sales because when I was still studying, I did a sales, I think two sales jobs at the same time. It's like did, walking on the floor and, and just selling, selling stuff. And I said, I can't do this. I, I like interacting with people, but I don't want to sell them stuff. And then we actually thought we needed a, a company to do social media and marketing for these companies. And I said, cool, I enjoy that. I enjoy Facebook. I'm like spend half my day on Instagram and that. So why not? I'll just start slowly but surely learning this. So So we started Disruptive Intent and uh, we started doing the marketing for our companies that we were involved with. So basically paying yourself to do the marketing, It's, it's smart eventually it came to an end where we separate ways we had different ideas there was we just parted ways i bought him out of the company and he continued with his company and i believe he's still doing good on that side but i started now i've got disruptive intent like where am i going to go with this so i still do the social media marketing um if brands and companies and personalities come to me it's like we i want to market this Uh, so what i do is i go and i create a campaign for them create the facebook content if they do want to photo shoot i do that and in that, with the, with the photo shoot, I discovered, it's like, but I enjoy photography. I remember my mom telling me the other day, it's like, hey, to jy klein was jy my kamera gefat en probeer Like, stuff like that. And it's like, oh, it's like, this actually comes a long way. But now i started doing the photography and then I've always listened to podcasts. Like I said, part of me, my 20 year old self, well, early 20s now, um, is reading more and experiencing more and broadening my horizon. And I said, but I enjoy Joe Rogan's podcast. Why? Can't I do it? So I took some of the money that I had in the company and I bought mics and stuff like that and said, cool, I'm going to do this podcast thing. And now I'm on this now would be episode six podcast, slowly but surely just interviewing people, chatting to people. And it's not a thing that I want to generate revenue from. Um, it's just a thing where I – another outlet where I can broaden my horizons, and yeah, speak to internet. Instead of reading – one day reading Brent's book about his life and like when he's 50 years old and I'm already almost dead then, um, <laughs> <laughs> then only finding out who these people are, um, I thought, cool, hit them up on social media and if they're keen – just start talking to them. Um, I like to find out what makes you money, what makes you funny. As I said, those are the two things. If you can get that, you can kind of find out why, what makes that person tick.
0: What makes me funny? No, I don't know. <laughs> you just, I mean, what makes me money? So, mm. um, if if we ask that question, uh, good things guy mm. does make me money, and through that. Uh, I do talks around mm-hmm. the country, which is really cool. Yeah. I get to stand up on stage. I still f- freak out before mm-hmm. I get up on stage. I'm always I'm petrified. Yeah, yeah. But I get up and I, lo- I love retelling stories. Um, um, my, the last... <laughs> this, but this is what makes me funny. Yeah. is because I look at life yeah. through a different lens. Mm-hmm. But the last talk I did um, was for a massive corporate. Yeah. And I got to the venue. Uh, it was at Monte Cassino. And, and as I got to the sound desk... Yes, I noticed a man who I've <laughs> followed on social media and who I look up to, mm-hmm. and and who is I'm um, just incredible. Yeah. His name's Vusi Tembe Kwayo, and I'm mm-hmm. sure people yeah. follow him and people know of him. He was on that Dragon Slayer thing on okay. on TV, yeah, yeah. but uh, with Dragon's Den, and he is also and and he was speaking before me, which I was really amped for. Yeah, like, <laughs> but cool. mm-hmm. he is. I mean, quote unquote, the world's best speaker. Yeah, that's yeah, quite a quite a big follow. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go after him, like it yeah, was. I, it. You take my petrifiedness yeah. and times like that by that. a million. Yeah. And I listened to him speak, and I was um, besotted. It's he, like, I yeah, mean, how? everything that he says, it's every word that rolls off his tongue, every story he tells, you're just so engrossed with what he mm. has to say. And, and then, then they <laughs> called me up. And I had to get up and talk and it was, I mean, I I, Mm. I did a good job. I think the client was happy, but um, that's my funny side is that I can look Mm. at that situation and as petrified as I am, I can still laugh, shake it off, get up on stage and (coughs) do my thing.
1: I think when you're talking about the petrified side, I think once you lose that in a certain aspect, I think you should stop doing that then, because once it becomes mundane, it becomes like a normal nine to five job. Then you're just going through the motion.
0: If I can say, when I when I got off stage, mm-hmm. he he didn't have to stay. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't booked for the whole day. Yes. it was his talk, and then he could go. That's how mm-hmm. speaking works. So yes, you don't yes. have to sit around. Mm-hmm. And he sat and he listened to my full talk. And when I got off stage, uh, he shook my hand and he said to me, "Well done. Your story oh. is so inspiring. You were great." Uh, and I thought to myself this is the world's (laughs) best speaker telling me that I'm like it was just so Mm. surreal such a surreal moment
1: I always say if you feel that you're the smartest person in the room you're probably not humble enough because there's always something that you can learn from that Um, if you get into a room if I get into this situation I could there's a Bookload of information that I can get from you and um, I believe I, there's a, some perspective that you might be able to learn something from me and I think that's 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 a cool part of and that's
0: f- that's the beautiful part of being or the beautiful side yeah. of being human that's is that is we, that yeah. we can continuously learn from each other exactly yeah. and um, everybody and my dad used to tell me, and it's it's funny. I I, I say these words. Mm. Uh, I also lost my father. Yeah. Um, it's, al- it's almost been a decade now. Mm. Um, but when, before I ever uh, get on stage mm-hmm. or get behind a microphone, yeah. whenever whenever this is happening, mm. um, I hear my dad saying, uh, "You've got a you've got a story to tell and an opinion that matters." And so, and I think yeah. that's every single person mm. in the whole history of the world has got a story to tell and an opinion that matters. Yeah. And and all we need to do is ourselves be open up, uh, open enough mm. to listen to them. Yeah. And um and that's isn't that's what we got taught in English. The greatest communication skill mm. is listening. It's not talking. Yeah. It's not it's not, not putting 100%. it out there. It's mm. just sitting back mm. and taking it in. Taking it um, in. Yeah. Also, a lot of the time when. When we, when we are in conversations with each other or, or trying to learn from each other, we might not be listening because we're thinking about what we're going to say next. 100%, yeah. And, and mm, I think that the trick is to stop that mm. and to be like, hmm, I'm going to listen to everything you have to say.
1: 100%. <laughs> uh, is, is that it? Is this, uh, this podcast done? I think that's done and dusted. Let's ship this one off. Okay.
0: <laughs> thank you for for uh, thank you for this. I think no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's cool for collaboration and for two different voices to come together. Mm. I mm. am excited about web podcasting. Is going same, yeah. in South Africa, and it was really cool to. It was weird yeah. to be interviewed. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> it was the, really cool. You know, it's like
1: also getting questions back, and <laughs> but hey, this is my role. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, no, sorry. I'm
0: sorry, I just I've got the hats on already. No,
1: no, that's that's fine. Like that's it. I think that's a cool thing about. It. Again, we broadening our horizons and and learning from each other. So was, was a cool experience. Really cool.
0: Very cool. Also. Um If you want to catch up with more stuff uh, tune in to whatever channel you're listening to this on yeah yeah um, exactly. and I'm going to wish you only good things
1: same yeah yeah whatever be like spread that kindness and let's have that butterfly effect eventually so if you see each other on the highway instead of flipping someone off wave to them <laughs> so, bless them <laughs>
0: I'm Brent Lindeke South Africa's very own good things guy and you've been listening to good things guy a jackpot podcast for more episodes or to subscribe rate or review my podcast go to iTunes Iona FM or Google Podcast be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other thanks and only good things